Hey, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. And every single week, we call one another and we catch up. And yes, we've been friends for almost 20 years, but that's what we do every single week without fail, Mike Lawson. Yes, it's what we do every single week. We never, ever miss a week. You're right, and I'm going to say briefly that we are also uh, recording this live on a stream that you could join every Monday evening at 8 p.m. Pacific by going to Mixler.com slash Drag Race Recap, which is M-I-X-L-R.com slash Drag Race Recap at 8 p.m. Pacific uh, every Monday. There's a good, there's a, there's an easy way to remember that because you're right. It's not spelled the conventional way you would think to spell that weird word, but it's like think of the the Mickey Mouse song, M I X L R dot com slash Drag Race Recap. Oh, okay, fair. Rolls right off the tongue. Uh, How are you? What's up? What's new? What's the tea? I have a ball. Oh, and I should say, we after the show, we we usually stick around and we tell all the stories that we don't want a permanent record of. Oh yeah, Um, so you really are missing out. Yeah, if you don't join the live show, you are missing Mike Lawson. Mike Lawson last week, he told so much tea last week. I was like, that many inches, Mike Lawson. Everybody was shocked, Uh, and I'm I'm not going to say that whether that was long or round, not with length or girth. I'm not going to say. So I uh, interrupted. Um, You were about to say, "How are you?" I was going to say, "Congratulations." That your book, I, I was I was following you on social media, and people were like, "Mike Lawson, I can't get your book. It says it's out of print, and and you you ran through the first edition already." Yeah, it's just kind of a big deal. <laughs> people are buying this book. No, well, so kind of. So what happened was um, there was an initial print, which was small, very small, but. Um, during that print, I also made an adjustment um, to the cover. Mm-hmm. So there was like a small gap of like 24 hours where the book was not available because it was like switching to the new version. Um, oh, basically, I, I created like a website hub, uh, which is diabetesdoodles.com. Um, I'm not going to do a lot of self-promotion on here because I understand that they're different streams. Um, but... Uh, I created a website, put that on the cover, and so there was just this little gap where we had sold out of all the first covers, so then I had to s- wait till the second cover was available. I don't know if I agree with you in that, what you said that with you know, different streams, in that if you're talking about an audience that has diabetes and reads at a first grade level, I think <laughs> the Catching Up fans... <laughs> Uh, are right there with you. You're such, you're so weird. Um, the the what I mean though is like you know people with children with diabetes. If you're listening to this, I'm not going to drill it into your head because there's only a couple of you. Um, but if you know somebody who has a kid with diabetes, um, I'm selling a book. You could see more about it by going to diabetesdoodles.com. The end. Um, but what's up, Joey? How are you? What's what's new? I want to hear how you're doing first because the the, the first thing I want to talk about is is a, a lengthy thing. So I want, I want to hear no. what you're talking about. I'm doing well. Um, I do. There was this weird experience I was going to tell you about. Well, first of all, one of my roommates. I'm like whispering now, but one of my roommates. Um, he has a friend from college mm-hmm. who's like super handsome, mm-hmm. like ten out of ten. Um, he's persian i believe and he's uh he just finished med school he from harvard so he did undergrad at um he at berkeley and then he went to med school he's like a smart man Mm -hmm. and then he just has a personality that matches all of that though like he know he's very aware of where he's at in the world Mm -hmm. and he just comes off as kind of douchey gay straight but like hangs out at gay bars because he really likes what he gets there. Does that make sense? Low Do you jobs? know who I'm talking about? 
Alex Angarita? Sure. Um, so, anyway, I've met the guy, like, probably four or five times. Yeah. He, when he comes to the Bay Area, he stays in our house. So, he comes over, because uh, he just finished school. He's, I don't, I don't really understand his story, because I don't care that much. But he's in the living room. I come home from work. Mm-hmm. And he introduces himself to me again. Mm-hmm. I've met him at least five times. It just felt very power move. Yeah. Like, at least remember like oh i met roommates here mm-hmm. and then this guy just walked in with a key he's probably a roommate mm-hmm. i don't know this is very dicky but so that happened and then also another weird thing with the roommate um he i don't know how to feel about this but he he i i broke up with steve um, three weeks ago four weeks ago yes and that was you know a four-year relationship so we're not talking like I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not heartbroken, but I'm, you know, this is what is sad. And this is going to take some time to get over whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I was cooking breakfast the other day and he's like, oh, now that you're single, I was uh, thinking, I really want to set you up with this guy I work with. It doesn't that feel like really soon. Are you there? I'm here. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> so you, let me get this straight. You're telling me, sorry, that you think it's too soon, because you just broke up with Steve a few weeks ago, that it's too soon to start uh, engaging with other people. Is that what you're saying? Because I have, a, I have a special offer just for catching up, listeners. If you've ever wanted to be murdered while you sleep, well, I've got the guy for you. Mike Lawson is single, attractive, and ready to mingle. Contact us here at Catching Up Podcast. What's the name of our website again? <laughs> CatchingUpPodcast.com. And make sure and email Joe only. Just email Joe only. And uh, I will give you all the tea and all the information that you can do. To- Let me tell you this. Mike Lawson's dick is so big. How many times have you tripped on it, Mike? You're dumb. So, my point, the point of my story, back to my story. Is that, that, now, will you tell me which of your roommates said that to you? Because you have three. Yeah, it was Alex. But he, it was weird because he said it and I was like, well, let me see a picture. <laughs> <gasps> but no, no, no. Here's the, here's the weirdest part about it all, too. I did, I did say, let me see a picture. And then as he's pulling it up, I like made a joke like, and I've already like effed him off of Grinder or something, like joking, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "No, girl, he doesn't do the apps. He's like not a hookup person. He only wants like he's looking for marriage." Oh, <laughs> isn't that just like a weird sale for knowing where I'm at? Um, I think it's, I, look, I mean, it, it comes from a good place. Maybe he sure, just thinks sure. you want to get back in the game, you know? I mean, it's been forever since you've been with Steve, you know? Maybe he's thinking, like, Mike, Mike Lawson's lonely. He doesn't bring anybody home, you know? He doesn't go on dates. Maybe he wants to go on a date, you know? Maybe, so, yeah. I think it comes from a good place. So, anyway, that's, that's that. There's not really more to that story. Who, who knows if it'll even. So, you so say, what did you, what, how, but what did you answer, Alex? What did you say to him? I said, I like left it kind of open ended, like, okay, do whatever you're going to do. <laughs> and <laughs> you then know you, what I mean? And like, then you stick your bowl of cereal upstairs. Even introduce two people like that. I don't really even know how to, how I would do that. Well, if I you, have a, uh, you would, go ahead. You would have to do it at a social thing, like, yeah, there's to be some sort of party, yeah. Or he goes on a double date with you and Richard. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> Have you been to the White Horse? Um, just uh just like I met up with a friend for drinks there, like on a Wednesday night mm-hmm. at like seven o'clock. Do you know what I mean? Not I haven't like stayed the night there and done the dance yeah. floor kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well look, it's gonna take you a while to Lick your wounds and get out there in the, you know, 
They don't call it a rat race. What do they call it? It's a rat race. <laughs> it is. Well. What are you, what's up with you? Tell me everything. Tell me no, your long story. That well, it's not a long second. story. It's not a long story. It's more like, I think it's a, a, a longer discussion. Okay. Okay. Which is, um, I think I, I told this story on the show because I was talking to, oh, I can't say that on here. On the after show, I'll say who I was talking to. But uh, I was talking to someone, and um, he knew the story. And so, remember I told the story about the time that I had a, a, a military roommate in college, and then he got hit by a, he was driving a motorcycle, and he got hit by a car and was in the hospital. So I took that opportunity to wear his military clothes to school. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I had told Sweet Michael that story. Okay, and I have to tell you something because the, the story is going somewhere. The point of the story is this: Why even lose weight? Why even get healthy? Why even try? Why even do things? Because let me tell you what happened to me. So I'm cleaning. I'm doing like some spring cleaning, summer cleaning, if you will, and I come across a photo album that has all those pictures—pictures pictures of me in college, baby Joe, right? Yeah. And I go, oh, there's the, there's the pictures of me in the uniform. You know, and also the other reason I'd mentioned this, sweet Michael, is you know all the kids are doing that hairstyle now where they like shave the sides of their head really close and then they grow their top out really long. Yeah. You know, and I said, "Ugh, I was doing that in the '90s and everyone hated it." I go, "I, I was born 20 years too early for many reasons, right?" So I go, "Oh, so I want to have that sort of kind of haircut in those pictures. So I wanted to send him those pictures. I wasn't sending it for like, look how cute I am, right?" We'll get to that. Don't think. Don't think I'm super noble for for a second. Just the initial send to Sweet Michael was for that, right? Mm-hmm. But then he responds with, "You were in the military," and that's been his only response to the pictures. Not like, "Wow, look at you! Oh my god! Like you were so cute in college!" Or, "Oh my god, Joe! Like, oh my god! I would have so dated." No, nothing. Not nothing. And you know what that means. You're Wait, fucking so you're disgusting. Mad that you didn't get a compliment that you felt you yeah. deserved. So then, that- so then, yes. So then, I go. Let me let me try something here. All right, let me try something here. I'm in a group text with a uh, fr- uh, co-host of RuPaul's Drag Race recap, Taylor the Latte Boy, and Evan Ayers. So I just casually just send those pictures to them. I don't. They, they, there'd be no reason for them to get those pictures, right? I'm all, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Let's see what happens, right? Nothing. They did, uh, Taylor sends pictures of himself in college. And then I even, like, kind of, like, like try and get it going. I'm all like, oh, look at a cute Taylor. He's like, yeah. Evan, all Evan did was say that, like, uh, he basically threw shade and said that after seeing those pictures now, he was going to, he got, like, a salad for brunch. Because both Taylor and I are significantly thinner in those pictures, and so I'm now now. Your I'm, beef is that you're not getting a compliment. No, though, right? no. My beef is no. I'm not mad at them. No, I'm not mad at them at all. People don't have to th- give me a compliment. What I'm saying though is, why even try? Why try? Like clearly, I'm a disgusting ogre, right? So why even try? Like why not just stay fat? And Be Happy, which is my new Bobby McFerrin song I'm singing uh, for every movie that has Robin Williams in it. Oh, wait, he died. Okay. Because my sweet Michael and Taylor didn't compliment your pictures. No, don't reframe the story. Don't reframe the story. Don't reframe the story. The point is, no, because I've also talked about it with sweet Michael. I even said, "Uh, why even try? Like, I didn't get any compliments in this picture. And he was like, hmm. So there's no point in it. And then I, I sent them to somebody else. Uh, it, let me just talk about this on the show a little bit. I'm seeing somebody. Well, after we have an update on that on the after show. But for the purposes of this show, I'm seeing somebody, right? <laughs> and I sent it to him. Nothing. Not one. I'm going to send it to you. Okay? And I don't want you to give me a... I don't even, I'm intentionally now telling you... Uh, well, now I have to compliment you. <laughs> No, no, I'm not going to send it now. It's going to be like one of your 13 reasons why. 
Oh, I know. I'm now. Yeah, you know what? I'm up to four reasons why. <laughs> I'm up to four I, reasons I've why. I've seen it before, by the way. I I believe. Yeah, you, you probably have. It's been those pictures have been around for a while. I mean, those pictures are twenty years old at least. Twenty five years. Not not twenty five years. Almost. <gasps> they're coming up on twenty five years old. <laughs> No, 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 no. They're 22 years old. They're basically the age I, I could date my pictures. Sure. And so, how old were you in the photos? 21. Okay. Wait, are no. you sending it? Oh, do you want me to send it? I'm, I'm going to send you the one with... I'm going to give you a choice. Do you want the military ones or the one with me and Hector? Um, Hector. I want to see Hector so I could compliment him. <laughs> I know. Seriously. <laughs> Serious, I just sent it right now. And okay. yeah, nothing. Zero. Now what am I see it? What am I supposed to say about no, you? No, you don't have to say anything. The closest I got to a compliment was Hector responded, Look how young we were. I sent it to Hector because I mean he was in it. And I wasn't looking for a compliment from him. But um he's like, Oh, look how young we were. Matching. What's going on? I think in that this photo? I think that was the point why we were laughing. That's why we took the pictures that we happened to just by conveniently be matching. But you have shaving cream on your face. I don't get too. the point of that joke. I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. Anyway, man, you look young and thin. And oh, no, 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 but look, but hold on for a second. Yes, of course I'm younger and thinner. That's not a cut. That, that, uh, what's the point? I'm just gonna go fucking app. I mean, you know what? I just got this McDonald's app. Do you like McDonald's? Um, no, I don't eat there anymore. But you like it. Choice. But I mean, it's good enough, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This McDonald's app, I'm telling you, they're not paying me to say this. This McDonald's app is so incredible. They have such good deals on this McDonald's app. And you know what? I'm going to use those deals now because there's no fucking point. There's no point, Mike Lawson. There is no point. I'm just a disgusting, ugly ogre. I don't really understand how I'm supposed to be supporting you through this. So no, I want you to tell me, have you ever felt like that? Have you ever like, you know, yeah. you, know you have. Yeah. I mean, oh, this is going to get deep quickly. But like even like towards the beginning of this year, there was some time where it was I, I went slipped pretty into a pretty dark place. Mm-hmm. Not like I was an actor. Go ahead. Not suicidal, but like. Mm-hmm. Uh, struggling to kind of find a reason to like try. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like I was trying, like actively thinking of doing any harm, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, that was like at the beginning of this year. And then things kind of turned around in like February, middle of February. And in the middle of June. But you know, I was going to say, uh, you know, one thing you know, I was talking about, and I'm not, not going to get into another deep talk about my depression because I've, I've turned the corner on that. But one of the things I forgot to mention in the episode was I think the reason I went into depression was, if you think about it, my life leading up to June or through June was very busy with RuPaul's Drag Race recap and teaching the classes and getting ready for people to visit me. And there was a lot going on in the run up to June. And yeah. then one, it all ended at the same time. That person left. RuPaul Drag Race recap ended. The classes ended. And then I had nothing to do. And I think when you're going, you know, 100 miles yeah. an hour and then you come to a complete stop, your body is so used to still going fast. And I think that's kind of one of the reasons that was part of depression. So the way I respond, and I think it's been good, is I've been eating better and exercising. Not to lose weight. What's the fucking point? But more just to stop the depression in his tracks and i think that's worked and so i've yeah. i turned the corner you know after since the last time we talked about it but um but eating better and exercising have really helped and but but what's funny is i was considering ramping it up and maybe going to the weight loss territory there but now with this everyone thinks i'm disgusting uh the the what's the fucking point well i feel like it would be a, i mean weight loss would be a natural byproduct of you just getting healthier though no, 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 no. You're right, and 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 I think I'll do it for that. But it's not going to be to. It's not going to be because I think I'm going to be some hot shit. Now, look, I'll never be hot shit again because you know I'm in my forties. You know, not that forty people in their forties aren't hot, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm not going to. You'll I, never be the guy in the photo you just sent me. I'm never going to be the guy in the photo you, I just sent. You're right, which is sad because that's already the people think that person's disgusting. Ugh, you really have 
you have a need to see a therapist. Oh, well, that's going to be the next story. What else is going on with you? Um, nothing. I had a, I had one story I was going to tell you about. Um, I, I believe we've even talked about these before. I do these like diabetes surveys Mm -hmm. where there's like a company that basically gets other companies that want to know the opinions of people that use certain products uh, and they pay decent for it. So I do surveys every once in a while and get, you know, $10 Amazon cards, $10 Mm. Starbucks cards, whatever. It's never cash. It's just like, you know, little gift cards. Mm -hmm. And the surveys take no time. And to be perfectly honest, sometimes if I'm in a hurry, I just click real fast through Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. But uh, I had a $10 Starbucks gift card from one of these surveys. Mm -hmm. And I go to, I show up at work the other day and one of my coworkers kind of was sitting there and I kind of walked in on something that like, required a lot of attention but i wanted starbucks and i mm-hmm. had this starbucks gift one of my coworkers so, kind of was sitting there and uh, uh hold on i fixed that okay so i went into uh my coworker and i said hey like what are you up to um i have this ten dollar starbucks gift card will you go across the street and get coffee for the two of us and you can just use the rest of the gift card i don't mm-hmm. need any of it back right mm-hmm. so i knew like my Starbucks drink, I get like a usually a venti iced soy latte, which is, you know, pushing $6. So more than half of the gift card would be used by my drink. But I felt like that was still pretty good payment for all you, all you had to do is walk over and get our drinks, you know? Mm-hmm. Plus, you're on the clock. Like, be happy about this. So she goes, she, everything's fine. She had told me earlier she was hungover and she knew exactly what drink she was gonna get all of us and she comes back it gives me she tells me that i owe 275 what because the total was 1275 joey (laughs) so in my in my head i'm thinking at first i'm like oh you know what she probably is either joking Mm -hmm. or i don't know so i just said oh i don't have any cash on me and she said, just get me later. So, like, what? she held to it. I owe, I owe her $275. Cut to you never go to that Starbucks ever again. No, no, no. She paid it. So I owe her the 275 for her drink. Oh. I didn't get that story at first. <gasps> yeah. So I owe my coworker the 275 because she overpaid to cover her own drink. Isn't that a hey, little weird? Don't, I would just be like, oh, you know, whatever. I wouldn't be like, wait, am I getting this story? I think I, it's so, I'm so incredulous about this story that my, I, I was confused. Okay, I had a $10 gift card. Yes. And I gave it to her and yes. told her, go buy a Starbucks. Yeah. Told her what I wanted. Mm-hmm. My drink was six something. Hers was six something too. Yeah. Because the total was twelve seventy five. Yeah. She paid the extra two seventy five out of her pocket. You know, it was my gift card, so it covered a huge portion of her drink, and I was cool with that. But then she came back and said, "I actually owe her for the balance." On That's her, really weird. Her drink. That's really weird. Who is this person? <laughs> She's a coworker of mine. She's pretty normal. She no. She, this is weird. This is I might get heat from this, but she's homeschooled. <laughs> oh no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. She was homeschooled through high school, and mm-hmm. so oh, through high school, something. Yeah, through mm-hmm. high school. There's something. Yeah, she is like a Burning Man type. You know, I would have been like, meh, whatever. I just paid two seventy five for this drink. Yeah, I. In fact, when I gave the gift card, I like made sure she knew it was ten dollars, and I co- sort of I felt like it was implied that like. You know, all you have to pay is what's left over. That's a great deal for you. Are you going to pay the two seventy five? I guess. Do you think she'll bring it up again? Should I just test it to see if she does? Yeah, to get report back to us. I want. I want to know because <laughs> this is really infuriating. Please don't ever have me meet her. It's like weird Miss Manners things that it's just weird to even like ask for. I don't know. It's just very weird. All no, around. I don't even know if it's a Miss Manners thing. I mean, it's, I think it's clear cut. You just eat the 275 if, if you got the part of it covered you didn't owe her 
Yeah. That, if she got to drink coffee, I wouldn't owe her anything. Yeah, that's super weird. Yeah. Um, um, what's up with you? Well, I, so, okay. So I did see, I don't know if I talked about this in the show, because I think we may have been on some sort of hiatus, but I actually did see a therapist back in June. Uh, so I had, okay. Anyone who knows the show knows I have a therapist, or had a therapist, uh, named Frank. Okay. He's the one that ran the gay group, the gay men's group therapy. But I just felt with this next round of therapy, I just wanted a new therapist. You know, so, you know, I'm part of Kaiser, so I just go to them and I go, I want a new therapist. And so uh, they gave me a new therapist and I met him in June. And at, even then at the time, I thought he was the raddest therapist ever. He's like an old cholo. Have I ever talked about this in the show? No, I don't think, yeah, I think so. I think it was hiatus. He's an old cholo, right? And he's, his name is Trini. And, but he's old. He's like in his, I think, early 60s. And he's like, so, uh... Nice to meet you, Joseph. Uh, my name's Trini, and uh, what what can we do for you today here? And how can we help you? How can we make you feel better? And I was like, oh, yes. And there's like Aztec artwork, and his like he's super Chicano. Like he's basically uh, a more mellow centered version of my cousin in twenty years. You know? Okay. Yeah. So I was like, yes. But then he was like, uh, so like our next appointment, like I'm actually going on vacation, so I can't do it till like the end of July, like middle of July. Is that okay? So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had my appointment with him last week. Two things I want to take away from the therapy appointment. It was fine. The therapy appointment was fine, right? There are two things that happened that were weird, okay? Uh, one of the things I was talking about was my hypochondria. And I was saying how like, I one of the things I've I've done over the summer, and this is true, is now when I have a need or an, or an urge to Google some sort of symptom, I don't Google it anymore, right? Okay. So I just said I don't Google. I, I used to go on Google and then convince myself I had some serious disease. Now I don't go on Google. And he goes, oh, you know, Joseph, that's real interesting that you say that because you know that's good because you are you are doing the work you need to. Uh, not follow that compulsion to being the diseases you have. And I was like, did he just say being? And then and I was like, he's like, so like another person, they might like, you know, I said, really, I'm really proud of you. I can't believe you've already, you've already gotten there because like a lot of people would just, they would still be going, you know, Trini, I'm going to still being my diseases. And I was like, I've never heard any, have you ever heard anyone use being as a verb? No. So like, Go ahead. Like the search engine? Yes. Oh. I said Google, and he brought up Bing. And I started looking around the office going, like, is he work for Microsoft? Like, I thought you were saying, like, being your diseases. Oh, no, 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 no. B-I-N-G. He changed the search engine. So I said Google, and he was using Bing. Oh. (laughs) And he was like, so, like, yeah, so that's good. So, you know, keep on doing that, Joe. Don't Don't Bing those disease, those symptoms. And I was just like, that was really weird. Then the other part was he was giving me a talk about how, about rewiring your brain to think a different, to think differently, right? And he was saying, you know, like me and you, like, like you, me, you know, like our brain, like it, your brain tells your mouth to talk and it just, it's instantaneously, but it's always like a split second before your brain thinks it and then your mouth says it, but like it's imperceptible, you know, but like there's some people, you know, cause he was trying to make a point about how these emotions we feel sometimes is just weird wiring in our brain, right? He goes, but there are some people like the brain just doesn't work like that. And so like, like you and me, like my brain says to talk and then I, I say the words, right? But then there are some people who are just like, and you're doing like the retarded face and stuff like that. And I was, yeah. And I was like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. What therapist one says Bing for a search engine. That's bizarre. But two is like, he never said retarded. You know, or mentally challenged or anything like that. You know, he just made the sound. So I guess <laughs> that was a bit weird. Okay, so th- that was that. So that was my therapist. Great appointment. Then I went to get a haircut. So there was something There was something in the universe where I was just getting weird people who I was interacting with. I went to get a haircut and I just go to like this fantastic Sam's, you know? What do you, yeah. do, you, what do, you go, do you go? Do you go to somewhere fancy for your hair? Well, I switch off because... 
I do a barber cut like every couple of months because they shape it better. Mm-hmm. So then I can do a maintenance cut every month. And then every once in a while, I just need to reshape at the barber. So I go to like great clips. Okay. So I used to go to like, I have a friend who's a hairstylist and she's fine. But, you know, she's like with the tip and everything twice what Fantastic Sam's is, you know? Yeah. And so I just because my the way my hair is like there's no I real there's no real difference between her doing it and I don't have my hair's in a weird kind of way easy like there's no difference between her doing it and like a an, a fantastic Sam's hairstylist doing it you know I don't have crazy, yeah like difficult hair so I go to fantastic Sam's and I get this person I never had before her name's Elizabeth and I guess she's been there for years but I never I always go in the mornings and one in the afternoons this time right. So she's cutting my hair. She's actually, she actually does a really good job, and she's pretty, and you know she's about my age, right? And I, I've never talked about it; it's not even a big deal. But on the back of my neck, I have the tiniest little bump. It's like a little tiny bump. Have you ever noticed it? Even no. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't. It's so tiny. A person cutting my hair would notice, but like a normal person wouldn't notice, right? And she goes, "Oh, you have like this little cyst back there." And I go, "Yeah, I've had it checked out." Um, and they even removed it. They've removed it a couple of times, and they've told me each time it's going to come back, and sure enough, it comes back. So the surgery is very painful, so I don't, unless it becomes a problem, I don't, I don't get it cut out. And she goes, oh, but you don't have to have surgery on that. She goes, you need to go on YouTube. There are, nope. There are all, Mike, it gets, this gets darker. There are all kinds of videos that, like, about salves you can put on there, and you can, like, self-heal it, and it, it'll make these cysts go away. Yeah, trust me, YouTube hasn't, like, I don't even go to doctors anymore. Like, <laughs> she, she goes, uh, like, they're just there, they just put a band-aid on things. Like, I, I basically, I, I could basically be, like, a medical counselor, because I just go to, if I just, if there's something going on, I just go to YouTube. In fact, I'm curing myself of breast cancer right now. Oh, no. And I was like, what? And then I go, wait a minute. I mean, you, you had the tumor removed, though, right? And then you're just doing some sort of natural healing of, of after. And it's like, no. No, the tumor's still in me. But uh, I don't want to have a doctor do any kind of surgery on me or any kind of procedure or chemotherapy. It's just all poison. So I'm just healing it through YouTube videos. And oh, I was like, oh, no. God. Well, I hope you didn't like her haircut. I know. As I was thinking, I was like, oh, my God, dead woman cutting. You know, like, <laughs> ugh. Awful. She's so nice. And right there on the on the, on her station, there's a picture of her with her kids. You know? Oh, like, God. I was like, oh, God. Speaking of, by the way, I was so fucked up by the passing of this Jonathan Gold. Do you know who Jonathan Gold is? Yo, I could tell on your social media, man. It's not, but you know, it's not just me. It's like pretty much any person, LA person, like there, the LA Twitter has been flooded with Jonathan Gold remembrances and memories. Like he was an important part of Los Angeles. I mean, like literally, this is like, it, like, like when Hugh Hauser died. Like people are really, really, really fucked up about this. And uh, yeah, so I just want to, I just want to, I just want to put that on the record here because this is my online journal. I was really sad about the passing of Jonathan Gold. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, what's going on in the Bay Area, Mike Lawson? Oh, I wanted to tell you. Um, hold on, let me pull it up. <laughs> a man who allegedly pretended to be a rideshare driver before sexually assaulting women was arrested earlier this month after an extensive investigation. Uh, San Mateo resident Orlando Lazo, 37, was taken into custody couple weeks ago the first record recorded assault took place over five years ago joey Mm -hmm. um basically he picked up somebody at a local bar in san francisco and the woman got in the car thinking she was getting into an uber but instead of going home he took her to another location and then raped her (gasps) um yeah isn't that crazy and he did it multiple times it wasn't like he just did it this one time um that's pretty much the whole story but like I, I don't really understand how, like, did they think they were getting into the right Uber? Isn't that a little bit weird? You know, I don't think I told this story on the show, but you remember I drove Uber for a couple of months. Yeah. And uh, this actually happened to me. I raped I raped somebody. I, well, I Actually, I didn't really technically drive for Uber. I just drove around and picked random boys up. But. Stupid. <laughs> no. Uh, no, what happened for like one or two months, I drove for Uber 
It was two months. And I uh, got this. But this is the thing. I talked about this before on the show. I Since then, I've taken Uber. I've taken many Ubers. And I, I've had people where I, I, I ask them, I said, oh, any weird stories from driving for Uber? And you'd be surprised when people go like, no. I'm like, every single fucking day I had a new story. Every single fucking day, Mike Lawson, I had a new story. You know this, right? And this yeah. is one of them. I had to, I got a, you know, I got a call to pick up some money by UCLA. Uh, and it was like a restaurant by UCLA. And it was like Kevin or something like that, you know? So I go over there. I'm looking for Kevin. And then I get this call from Kevin. You know, and he goes like, oh, hey, Joe, this is Kevin. Listen, you're not really picking me up. You're picking up my girlfriend. Um, but she's going to be a, a right outside the restaurant. And then that's great. I'm like, okay, easy. So I'm driving around. I don't see her, right? And so finally, after a few minutes, I I call Kevin, right? And I go, listen, I don't I don't see your girlfriend. He goes, what are you talking about? She's in the car with you. And I go, no, she's not. And he goes, hold on. And he hangs up. And then he calls me back, and he's like, you're not going to believe this. She's on the she's on such and such a corner. Because let me tell you what. So she's on this corner, and then I so I like literally like do like an immediate U turn. She got, he goes she got in the wrong car. I do an immediate U turn and I know where she is and I speed like I literally like break laws and get to her right. Yeah. And I pick her up and she gets in the car and she calls her boyfriend immediately. She goes okay I'm in the car with Joe blah 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 blah. Here's what happened. She walks outside, you know. And he had described my car to her, and she sees a car that's kind of the same color and, and a guy. And so she goes up to him. She goes like, "Are you the Uber?" And he goes, "Yeah." And she got in the car. Holy! And he crap. was driving, and but luckily, it's by UCLA. The traffic over there is horrible. It's horrible by UCLA, especially at that time of day, right? So, do you she, think the driver was an Uber driver? I don't know. No, because with Uber, like, that would be really hard to do. To pick up but the... But, like, if... Go, go ahead. Go on. So, anyway... There's another passenger right there. I mean, there's a small chance of it, but then he's a terrible Uber driver. But, anyway, so the, so the boyfriend calls her and he says, like, you're not in the right car. And she was in traffic, so she just jumped out of the car. She unlocked the door and jumped out of the car. Wow. Yeah. So, But what's funny, though, is she wasn't freaked out about it at all. So the guy probably wasn't like threatening in well, any way. She, she, I don't know, but oh. but she got in somebody else's car and he drove her. So I guess no, but then no, because but just... no, but hold on for a second. No, I'm sorry, I do have an answer. She said on the phone that she thought it was weird that he have any, he didn't have any Uber stickers, and she thought the oh. whole guy, when he when she told when the boyfriend told her she looked around she's like this feels weird uh, this is not right so she, so I think I mean we still don't know but uh, the odds are no I don't know what was going on. I, I got in a lift yesterday, mm-hmm. and when they pulled up, they had it was a different car, different license plate mm-hmm. than what the app said. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, something shady's going on. Yeah. And so he was like, Are you Mike? And I was like, Yeah, mm-hmm. but you don't match what I'm waiting for. And he was like, Yeah, come on. <gasps> so I got in, I got in, and there was another passenger because I do lift line. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Yeah, my car's in the shop. So I borrowed this car. Mm, there's something shady like going a, on. Yeah. It's against a rule, too. Mm-hmm. Like, is he insured properly with this car he borrowed? It may not be you insured. I mean? It could be, like, it's not really him. It's his friend driving. You know, they could... Yeah, he looked like the picture in the oh, Uber he thing. Okay. He just, in the app, it looked like the driver's picture, but the car just didn't match. Hmm. I don't know. I I didn't even report it or put it in my, I don't know. I got yeah. there safe. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any news stories from L.A. that you wanted to talk about? Well, it's not from L.A., but I wanted to talk about it. because I literally oh. went through L.A. and nothing happened. But but this is an interesting topic to talk about. Did you see this video? It was on Reddit, and it was all over the place. If not, click on the link to the article and watch it. But I saw it, it. Okay. So it, did, you, did you read the article or you just saw the video? I've seen the video. Okay. Did you see the video before you read the article? Yes. Okay. 
So there was this video, for those of you who are listening, of, and maybe you've seen it, it's a Chicago Cubs game, and the third base coach goes to grab a baseball, and then he just throws it to a kid in the front row, just tosses it to his little boy. And the little boy doesn't catch it, and it falls on the floor, and there's this, like, um, middle-aged guy who, like, reaches down, grabs the ball, and he's like, yeah! And then hands it to the woman next to him, and she starts taking the picture. And the little boy is just like, meh, you know, meh, you know? Like, bummed out. And this went so fucking viral, and everybody, and even I was like, what a fucking asshole, right? Yeah. And yeah. was like, this fucking douchebag, and like, he was getting, and like, the, the afterwards, like, uh, one of the players gave the little boy an autographed baseball to make up for that, and like, all this crazy shit, and, and the guy was getting a lot of hate. But it turns out, and people have been writing stories, the video doesn't show the whole story. And that's what I thought was so interesting is that we, we all jump to conclusions when we see these videos, but didn't show the whole story. Being one, that that middle-aged guy was actually helping a bunch of kids get the baseballs and giving them to kids. And so actually earlier had given that same little boy a baseball that he caught. Yeah. Then also the the one that we saw him grab, he gave it to the woman. She took a picture that they caught another ball, but then he immediately gave it to another kid. He wasn't keeping the balls for himself. He actually was a pretty good guy. But he, he was getting all this hate online. I don't know if it ever re- reached him or not. But he was getting all this hate online for being an asshole when actually the guy was a pretty good dude. So I want to get your opinion on what you thought about just the rush of, like, judgment we do on the internet. Because, I, I mean, I'll admit I was guilty when I, re- when I saw this on Reddit. I was like, oh, what a fucking asshole. You know? Yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know if you had any thoughts on how dangerous it is to fall for these, like, videos that don't tell the whole story. Yeah, I mean, we do it a lot because um, I I had the same opinion that you had, mm-hmm. um, and I've I've I understand what happened now, and I read the story that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think though, I I I don't know, like we're we're re- we're reacting to what we thought the emo- the situation was, and like whatever, we watch fake stories on TV all day and have you know our reactions about them. I don't, it, I don't. It, I don't like if it got to the point where like this guy's losing his job or like mm-hmm. it's affecting his life. I guess that that's where because he is a real person. I guess that that's not okay. You know, it's I funny. Know. It's funny because I mean to ask you about this because then I saw there was another, there was yet another case of like person of color doing something completely legal, and then a white person calls the cops on them, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and here's my question. I'm not even look. It if you do that, you're an asshole, right? But yeah. What I don't get is in this day and age, how are you doing this and thinking it's a good idea? It never ends well for you. It never yeah. ends well. If you're the white person who calls the cops, it never ends well for you. Why are there's you doing one, this? There's one that um, I just saw that took place on Market Street here in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And basically a white woman got was going up to a uh, Asian woman who was selling like knitted caps mm-hmm. on the street. Mm-hmm. And the white woman just kind of does the normal, you know, shit that you see in all these videos about how you need a permit and I don't know, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And the person filming was kind of like taunting her a little bit mm-hmm. appropriately, but taunting her mm-hmm. and it kind of, di- he diffused the situation. I don't think intentionally, but he diffused the situation, the filming guy, uh, when he said something like, Oh, everybody let's make her famous. Let's find her job. Where does she work? And then uh. she just turned around and walked away. So I think it kind of reminded her of like all these other situations and how, like, I don't think she realized she was a barbecue Becky lady, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't, I mean, and it has to be, to to be honest with you, I don't know. I mean, I think, Here's what I'll say. There's barbecue Becky clearly wrong. There's the woman in the Yale apartment. Do you remember that one? That was what a horrible human being, right? But there's some of these videos where I'm thinking, like, are we seeing the whole picture here? Like, what are we missing here? Like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I I was speaking to a friend of the show, Adam Vaught, about the one with the woman who was upset about the kid selling water on the street. Yeah. You know? Because I had actually read an article about kind of like defend not defending the owner but like um kind of explaining the other side of it 
And Adam and his girlfriend were like, well, no, still wrong. Because where that woman lives, that is packed with people doing the same things. Like, that is right by the stadium. We know exactly where that is. There's a ton of people yelling and screaming all over the place. Like, if you if you have a problem with that, don't live in that area. Like, yeah. it's over by the stadium, and that's just constantly going on. So... Um, I don't know. I don't know what what this new rash of people calling the cops on people of color. John Arts, if you're listening, can you please explain to do us you why you're doing that? Do you think it is? Do you think it is a new thing, or do you think it's being captured and there's now an interest in video like this, so it kind of becomes viral when we oh, see? No, no, it. I think you're right. I think I think people are just now. Yeah, something clicked, and now people are just watching it. So. Yeah, I mean, in a in a way, it's good. Like. I could see in my character how I could become a barbecue Becky or I just like when people follow rules and I get angry when they're not. Mm-hmm. And But would I, you call the police? Well, I, I mean, I would like to tell you no, but I'm saying I could see how it could get there. And so I feel like these kind of stories hitting you know the news and people talking about it has helped me understand why yeah okay but hold on because i know you i know you'd agree with me on this one let's say you are like that right this is because let's go back to the one with the little black girl selling the water in front of the building okay yeah let's even say i agree with her i wouldn't go downstairs and confront her i would just quietly call the cops yeah (laughs) well that's that's the bullshit on all of these people they're not calling the cops because they want the cops to show up and do something they're calling the cops because it's you know it's they're trying to intimidate them into just stopping right then Mm -hmm. you know they're using it as a weapon they're not they're not actually they're using the threat of calling the cops as a weapon they're not actually thinking the cops are going to come i could totally see my mom doing something like that i could see her being barbecue betty (laughs) you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Where like, I, do you remember when, I mean, this was part of the pilot episode I wrote for my mother-son detective stories, but there was a time when she was like really upset because the woman across the street was parking in front of our house. <laughs> and she was like, Like on your side of the street instead yeah. of her side? Yeah. And she said, that's wrong, Joey. That is our parking spot. I go, no, it's not. It's public property. Like yeah. anyone can park there. They she, could park in front of her house then. That's what my mom started doing. My, no, my mom started booming her car and parking in front of her house. It became a war until finally everyone in our family was like, Mom, you have to stop. Nobody wins. <laughs> yeah. And, she's like, and she even said, I'm going like, to call the police on her. But like, for what? For parking on a public street? Yeah. So, I've had my fair share of run-ins with parking in my neighbor, remember? Mm-hmm. And like the last time we talked, I told the lady, like, if you think I'm breaking the law, call the cops. If you just want to like control the way I'm doing things, call a therapist. Like you're, she was nuts, and it. I I get why people get so angry though. Mm-hmm. I've seen it, um, and it's hard to kind of back yourself off of that ledge. I understand your mother. Yeah. Well. Um. Okay. Well, what do you have going on next week, Mike Lawson? Just a bunch of work shit. Um, work is actually really draining uh, lately. Um, but that's. It's not interesting. Um, so just a bunch of work stuff, nothing too exciting or fun. Um, and a bunch of book stuff. I got, you know, different hosts, uh, guesting on different podcasts, diabetes podcasts, mm-hmm. um, and a bunch of just G rated. Are you going to go on those? That, what's that super gay one? The gay guy who the, the diabetes podcast? No, I'm not going. Well, maybe I'll reach out. He does a lot of like type two diabetes stuff. Oh. Um, and he, so. He he used to be Luther Vandross's uh, personal assistant. Oh, really? And he, yeah, and he does this diabetes stuff kind of as a tribute. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he's he's such a nice man, though. Um. Okay. What are what do you got going on, Joey? What's up with you? Um. Tomorrow, I'm going with. I'm taking. Um. Uh. I guess pseudo nephew of the show, Armando, and his girlfriend. To the Magic Castle. It's Young Adult Night. And uh, I'm taking it to the Magic Castle, which is going to be awful because it's supposed to be like uh, over a hundred. And at the Magic they don't fuck around the Magic Castle. I have to wear a fucking jacket and tie full suit to the goddamn Magic Castle in 102 degree weather. That's awful. Yeah. Yeah. One. Dos. Um, 
on Sun Saturday, and then Saturday in the afternoon, I'm going with Jean Paul, a uh, friend of the show, Jean Paul, and we're gonna go see this documentary called Scotty and Something Hollywood. John Martino's, uh, well, honest John Marti, listener of the show, John Marti, what the name of the movie is, but Scotty and the Hollywood Something or Other Dumping documentary. It's about this gay guy, and he's still alive. Scotty's gonna be there at the screening we're going to on Saturday afternoon. Um, this gay guy who was like basically like the hookup for all the closeted gay men in um in Hollywood. And he's still alive and he he, he spills all the tea in this documentary oh, about his life. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Yeah, I'm going with the Johns to that. And then uh I am after that going to um this is so sad, but uh pseudo nephew of the show, Armando uh is Getting some sort of like huge like scholarship award for college, but he has like no family. So I'm going. I'm going, and he told them I'm his uncle. That's why I said pseudo nephew, because they they're like, you have no family to come with you, and he's like, uh, my uncle's gonna come. Okay, so I'm cool. his, I'm his uncle for this. So I'm um, going to that on Saturday as well. Saturday night, I'm going to that as well. So that's what I got going on this week, Mike Lawson. Great. Well, it was nice catching up with you, Joey. Go to hell. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash CU Podcast and on Twitter at CU Podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. And follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week.